0: everyone was though which was nice like i kinda, i don't mind when we're all kind of like
1: on the same energy the same wavelength i like being on the same energy as you You always are
0: and it's true like it is a friday afternoon so we all were just kind of like cozy girls chilling and just chatting i
1: don't know i like it yeah exactly. it's really comforting i loved it yeah. are you ready Welcome back Hi. Friends, to another episode of thoughts may vary. Oh, not another episode. Another thought. another thought. That's what we're calling it. We're calling our episodes thoughts. We haven't because in
0: real time released our first thought yet. This is well, as we're recording this. It's October 29th to give a little context, but we're very excited to share our first thoughts with you.
1: We're so excited! It's been about launch it. week for it was us this week. My friend's idea, by the way. And it, it was, yeah. It's been launch. Big week.
0: Kevin, shout out to our evil genius Kevin.
1: Yeah, for the branding. Yeah, shout out to to Kevin because Huge. he. <sighs> Kevin, he's a, Kevin, that man is an Kevin. angel, and sat with me for way too many hours making a video that we needed, like a promo video. And we're sitting there, and he's like, "Why don't you call your episodes?" Like, thoughts? God, fucking damn it, Kevin! His it's because varying, we're not smart
0: like, enough, fuck. and we need your help. <laughs> Exactly. And if you can't tell by how tired Literally. our voices are, it has been promo week, and it is the Friday of our promo <laughs> week, and we're, like, simultaneously thrilled and drained,
1: I would say. I just, I feel really exhausted. <laughs> I'm in such, so
0: here's the thing, I'm exhausted, but I'm in such a good mood. Like, I'm really happy, Same. I'm really content, but, like, yeah. I am, I'm quiet,
1: and I'm tired. <laughs> hmm But you know what? I I feel you. And you know what? I feel like my body had my back this week because we were go, go, go. And not only this week, last week, like me preparing for this week and getting writing done so that I could focus on pod, which still didn't even happen. Like I worked all Saturday, all Sunday. And then I got to Monday, thought it was Thursday and was like, but I still have deadlines. Like like, like, it was horrible. It was horrible. (laughs) But my body, my body was just on like. Fight mm-hmm. or flight and it was just like you know when it's just like running and and it was that feeling where you finally sit down and when you sit down to breathe so yesterday i sat down to and cried. breathe. and not only <laughs> did i breathe but then like my period was like hey literally
0: dude this is exa- oh my gosh my mom and i used yeah. to talk about that all the time because i would be in school in santa barbara like cramming for midterms and finals and then come home for winter break and the first thing i would do would be sleep for three days like i like you would just, literally like when your body just has to go and make something you're it's like you said it has your back and then it's like when you go on vacation you get sick it's because you can finally kind of like take a deep breather and then it's like Fucking okay backs. yeah by the way we need to like that fix up to me some so shit. much
1: <laughs> that happened to me so much when i was little um but anyway we just finished a great talk with Lindsay Metzler. the one the only who if the one the only i hope i'm saying her last name right because like how embarrassing because she's so cool she She, if you don't know which like you should know she is the host of we met at acme which is one of the leading sex and dating podcasts in the lifestyle space in the universe best podcast ever it was like one of the first podcasts that i listened to when i got into totally totally she's an og way back in the day and i had she's an og and i just moved to new york so i like felt really cool because i like, knew what acne was and like thought i was like, oh it's
0: also the you know, best name of all time her branding best she's name, best. she
1: is she is very cool girl like effortless though very cool girl energy and she radiates i'm from new york city she does Try kind me. of
0: give zoe kravitz vibes which is In like the best my way bay,
1: literally But in addition to her podcast which is incredible you should all check out she's the ceo of lindsay's lunchbox which is a social media food slash restaurant consulting agency and because she's so obsessed with food i know she's she's multifaceted we love a hyphenate woman she kills it we love a hyphenate (laughs) woman and because she's so obsessed with food she started her own instagram for it which is called don't expect salads which like the best instagram they talk about good at branding we met at acme and don't expect and also she
0: didn't she literally find a bug in her salad like two days ago this is why
1: oh we didn't talk about that. oh i forgot to ask you about
0: the bug in the salad i wanted to talk to her about it
1: that's okay we were making questions and i like look at our shared note and i'm like meta what the fuck does bug in salad well she well here's the thing here's what it meant she
0: found a bug in her salad and it was this whole poll if you found a live bug in your salad would you take it out and still eat it and i was like no gross but in my head i when i first read it i was like is there like a cockroach in my salad but then she was like oh the only time i found yeah, no, it no, is no. like when i have kale from whole foods or whatever and i was like oh well i go to the farmer's market and get produce all the time and there's bugs literally all over it and i just wash it off and eat it like those bugs sure but like if if i went to like a sweet green and found a bug in my salad maybe not and i, don't, I wanted to pack it all a with
1: full her full blown my friend ethan found a full-blown um mantis. stop is it praying mantis? Praying, praying mantis. How the- praying? Oh, Jesus. Praying a praying mantis in his sweet green Fuck! It was a whole saga. I think it's highlighted it on its Instagram. Ethan hidalgo Shut <laughs> the on fuck there.
0: up! I'm gonna go watch that. How funny <laughs> yeah. I said sweet green too, and I just threw that out there as like a random thing. I'm witchy. Yeah, there you go. It is still my month. It's So witchy, and Lindsay's also witchy. We're so we depressed.
1: talked a lot about. Okay, lot. yeah. So we
0: talked about a lot. The first thing, obviously, is she's witchy and she's into zodiac shit like us. So obviously we had to unpack a lot of that and we so you knew instantly there we were good with but we talked we to her she's such astrology. a beautiful therapy advocate so we talked to her she's so she's calm, so calm. Too, huh? I mean she really matched our energy today which was just fantastic like all of us yeah, are just perfect guest. like really nice easy Friday vibes but we unpacked a lot about like therapy tea we talked about some dating questions for Gabby, that we had her ultimate favorite. We went question. through my ex boyfriend's chart. We, we <laughs> might have pulled up co-star to go through the chart of a certain ex that has been discussed at length on this podcast. We talked about her sobriety yeah. journey. We kind of just did it all. We're just sit back, make yourself a coffee, get cozy, go like do your dishes or something, and just act like you're hanging out with us. It really was like a. There's no yelling. We in this didn't episode. yell in this episode. You guys, here's the thing. You're going to get- We had radio voices. Yeah, voice. we have radio voices now. It's been a few months of us practicing this. So now you get all types of Meadow and Gabby, and today you got Meadow, Gabby, and Lindsay on a Friday, chillin' girl talks.
1: Enjoy the episode.
0: Love you. Thanks, Lindsay. Here she is. Okay. You're so hip with your wire headphones. That's what all the cool kids are they're doing when so and started cool. yeah, it. They're cool. Lindsay turned it. It's in. true.
2: No, I don't like AirPods yeah. for the for the computer thing. It just yeah. doesn't like. It do always it sounds for like me. I'm underwater. I feel you yeah.
1: when I have AirPods. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, how's your morning been? Or afternoon, yeah. I guess, because you're you're earlier it's than us good. or later than us.
2: Yeah. No, it's good. I'm like very tired today for some reason. Good. So, so are all I'm of us. sitting here. So
1: we're gonna lean okay. literally into have that. have my heating pad, like a heating <laughs> okay, pad is great. on my ears right now. Okay. Oh. Yeah amazing so we I were talking about before us. you got
0: here is so we're like this is gonna be great
1: 45 minutes we're all gonna be like end of a friday together yeah, it's great um perfect easy. no i am getting my period, so that's probably why same cycle yeah. same cycle i just want to acknowledge yeah. really quick how much more legit of a setup this is than the first time i interviewed you oh that you guys I'm got like to Lindsay talk. like yeah. <laughs> begging her to go on ig live with me and i'm like now i have headphones that was so amazing <laughs> it was so fun it was so fun for people listening this is my second time getting to interview Lindsay, which is like thrilling for me i fucking love her podcast we met at acme um Aww. so this is really exciting this is, we're thrilled. And it's my first time to talk to Lindsay and Lindsay.
0: We're both Libras. Oh my God. Whoa. Yes. Meadow was like, she's a Libra. I found that, that out about you. Amazing. I was like, oh, this is going to be, an, this is going to be a breeze. Are you a, a September breeze. Libra, or October Libra?
2: I am a September, but I have no hate against October Libras.
0: You know, it's funny. All my Libra best friends are September, but I'm October.
2: Okay. Well, I'm glad that I prefaced that. Okay. Then. Wait,
0: what's, what number are you?
2: So I'm the 28th.
0: 28th oh that's fun I'm 18 do we what's the rest of the chart nice.
2: eight is a good number yeah that's... um what's the rest of your chart
1: yeah Meadow
0: what, what's the rest of your chart oh of mine yeah. first oh god mm-hmm. um shoot I'm I'm double Libra so I'm Libra sun Libra rising Sag moon okay is that Love right that for you. <laughs> I'm not as deep I like I like it but I'm not as prolific I've you know I have the one yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like way too knowledgeable so like every time I talk about zodiac I just call Michaela and I'm like what is this what does my mercury mean again you know I'm one of that's those that's really funny yeah I'm yeah. committed but, but I don't you, know my own research you know enough I think I know the basics to, I like I know the okay. big, three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big three that's that's all that what are what's your big three my big three
2: is Virgo rising Capricorn moon so I'm
1: oh can't you see Gabby's eyes <laughs> I like Virgos. very um, lit up Checks out.
2: <laughs> Very crazy over here. Um, uh, yeah, love a Virgo. Wait, what's your big three,
1: Gabby? Um, Taurus, Sun, Capricorn rising, Aries Moon.
2: Okay, so we have we have similarities there in our charts. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I love people that have Capricorn in their chart because I'm like, you understand my psychosis.
2: fully fully capricorn is a very rare and unique thing to have in your chart and if somebody has it they
1: understand someone else who has it so i my mom's a capricorn
0: okay so how relevant do you think the Benny drama capricorn video is because that to me it's my mother it's 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 my my knowledge that's the extent of my capricorn
1: knowledge so i
2: actually haven't so i don't i don't recall it offhand so i am okay, gonna so send it to you I'll, I'll it. DM but i, it but you I right love here. him i love it okay, we'll dm it to you after
1: we'll bless see. you oh bless um, you. so Thank lindsay you. we start all of these episodes by talking a little bit about what we're unpacking and it's just like our way to to check in mm. uh i feel like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll start out real quick because i feel like nothing this week honestly has been the week from hell for me meadow and i launched the podcast this week <laughs> and then i also thought it was a good idea to just have like a lot of writing deadlines um which was just a lot for my brain so I feel like I haven't even had a moment to think about like how I actually feel um so I think that is what I'm unpacking is like I'm 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 finally sort of allowing myself to like accept the exciting things that are coming into my life even though I've been busy Mm -hmm. about it but that's good that's where I'm at right now that's
2: good that's
0: necessary like trying to have a breather in the chaos yeah
1: yeah Lindsay, what about you for that
0: perspective? I like. That.
2: I'm with you exactly. I feel like there hasn't been a breather in the chaos, but I'm really excited because tonight I'm going to see a movie, mm. which is my favorite self care activity. So I just pl- unplug, mm. don't look at my phone, fully immerse myself into the movie.
0: What movie is it?
2: I'm seeing Cicada, which is kind of like a call me by your name.
1: Oh, type of movie nice
0: isn't that that's so sad how call me by your name aged. you know that i haven't seen it still okay first it's the most beautiful movie in the world but now the whole army hammer stuff you just watch it back and it just feels weird
2: oh yeah totally totally i know it's a little enjoy that movie but that's cool no matter
1: what are you dealing with you've had a busy week too
0: I had a busy week too honestly i kind of i t- kind of talked about it a little bit on my instagram but i think so lindsay for context i'm a horrible yeah. flyer and i've had to fly for work for the past few months a lot recently mm. and for some reason just yesterday I, like had a good playlist on i was too i was almost like too tired to be scared and i was kind of looking out the window and i was like fear is the stupidest ever and i know that like so generic and vague and dumb but sometimes the small lesson i don't know i was thinking about it and i was like the small lesson sometimes there's moments where they feel so corny but for you they're so poignant and i was like looking out this like airplane window and i was like god just to i know i'm gonna explain this out loud to gabby on our podcast and i know it's gonna sound cheesy but fuck this lesson is hitting me right now Like, fear is such a waste of my time. It's all in my head. I love that. I love that you
2: had that moment. Like, that's so amazing. And I love that it was on a plane, which is
0: your fear. It was very exposure therapy-like. Totally.
1: Things like that happen on planes. But it was
0: cool. It just really hit me, and it translated to my anxiety well. Because my anxiety in the chaos, Mm -hmm. in hell week, anxiety is like the quick, how I kind of get that energy out. Or when I'm not doing well, that's how it shows up for me. Right. And so I feel like fear and anxiety are so
1: inextricably. Oh God, I can't even speak. In,
0: inextricably. How do you say that word?
1: I don't. You're asking the wrong person. My brain with language lately, linked? like the Spanish isn't coming it, out correct. Ex- the English is honestly out
0: correct.
2: Uh, inextricably. I have no inextricably idea. Inextricably
0: linked. Forget it. We all know what I'm saying. It's Look fine. At how tired all of
1: us. Yeah. We're pumping up I the know. energy. Metal, like, going. Let's just take a
2: group nap. Let's take a group nap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's what we need
0: it's so good <laughs> okay wait speak okay so therapy I, therapy is the first thing i want to talk about with you speaking of exposure yes. therapy, because Love i therapy. feel like you're one of the last episodes you had was talk space you're such an advocate of therapy just in general but let's do it like therapy tea when did you start why did you start what was the first lesson you had to unpack in therapy like what was your journey like that you have such a good experience because i think that's really unique for people and I think a lot of people had to like shop around a lot of therapists oh, yeah. to become advocates. Like I know yeah. Gabby's still like in a transition of one. So what why has your experience been so good, basically? So
2: therapy means everything to me. Um it started when I was like twenty three. I um I did oh, cool. That's later. not Yeah, I guess so. I guess now, today it is. I was so depressed and I just like could not, I was my own worst enemy in so many ways. And I didn't know where else to turn. And I had always kind of thought like, oh, everyone else in my life needs therapy, but like, I'm good, you know, like sad for them. Um, Where were you at in your
0: life? Give us, like, context of what you were doing. I'm this 23. 23.
2: I just got fired for the first time. Oh. I just got dumped for the first time. Oh, what a combo. I'm, I'm smoking weed every second of every day. And I still live at home, I think. Or maybe I just moved out. I, I might have just moved out from home, but, like, can't afford my apartment. Um. And just life is shitty. And then... I went to therapy and life got less shitty and so my first try, relationship
0: first therapist,
2: first therapist wow. um i had wow. had i had tried therapists like when i was like, in middle school and i didn't have good experiences but i think yeah. because i was like open to it and i feel like that's such a big part of it like it was like one and done um now i have a different therapist because like you outgrow therapists first. um but i yeah i got really lucky and and i just went right into it and um came out of my depression which was amazing
1: i have a question about something that you just said because you it's very true you outgrow therapists here's been my frustration i got a new therapist when i moved out to la and i just felt like our we weren't it wasn't getting where i needed to go so i stopped seeing her and i think the biggest hurdle that i'm trying to get over and finding a new one is i don't feel like i feel like i have to retell all that i just told someone else how do you how did you approach that when you were switching therapists did you just like go in and trauma dump or were you like let me just start slow
2: no you just kind of like talk about your immediate problems and then they like if they're a good therapist kind of back up to like okay where did that like what's the origin of that it's the same thing as like you make new friends like you don't get worried about like having to tell your life story to a new friend you know You just like kind of vibe into that naturally. And then all of a sudden you're very close friends. I need
1: to relate to that more because I'm the person like I go in and I like need them to know everything about me to understand why I'm there. And But you know what's it. funny? Even you needing to go in and do that
0: is already telling the therapist like everything they need to know about you. <laughs> that's true. Or work on. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah, like, that's so true. Oh, okay. She's one of these. Like, so what are you actually going through right now? And how is
1: your need to overanalyze everything affecting that? True. <laughs> okay. Wait. Also, something that we were talking about. Because side note, you just got engaged. Which, like, congrats. Congratulations!
2: Go well. Thank you. Thank you. So I was much. looking
0: at all your dresses this morning, knowing they're not your dress, not the one they chose, but like, oh. It's hard oh, it's fun. really hard oh wait i got yeah, you interrupted choose. you gabby keep saying no 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 go keep ahead. talking about your question no well, i was, no, just, so I was just if we're glasses. talking about
1: therapy and i want to talk more about the engagement process and i want to hear how that's like impacting the relationship because i feel like tensions build before a wedding or is it like honeymoon but like we'll get to mm. it it for you has it ever since you like entered into therapy land has it become more of a top priority for your partner to also be in therapy or at least like open to it or have done it
0: mm.
2: Um, great question. Yes, it, it is really important to me that my partner is at least open to the idea of therapy. Um, and I've always had partners who supported my going to therapy, but Mm. it's, it's a different thing when it's like them looking at themselves and, um, you know, if they're going to therapy or if they're going to go to couples therapy. And I think, um, being open to it is like the most that I can really, um, like hope for, and so um, I will say that you know without exposing him in, in any type of way that my partner is open to it.
1: That's cool.
0: What about what about for people just in general? Like not even individually. Like let's get into some like Lindsay dating advice. Would you tell someone that's in therapy, aka Gabby, <laughs> that someone that she's looking for should be like not a red flag but a yellow flag if they're not in therapy
1: or. Oh, I'm real like, single, by the way. I, I wasn't last time we I talked, think... but I'm real single these days. Oh yeah, you were no, not. I'm real single um,
2: I want to hear what happened if you're talking about it. Um, <laughs> we are
0: talking about it. My
2: yeah. my question to you is, or my my argument to you is, no, it's actually not a red flag if they're not in therapy. It's a red flag what their attitude is towards therapy, Facts. because a lot of guys don't don't know that they need therapy until a girl comes into their life and they're like, therapy
1: mm-hmm yeah I feel like when I meet I've been dating quite a bit recently and I think it's sort of the first time that I'm getting to have fun with it because last time I was mm-hmm. this single I was traumatized so I like needed to heal I couldn't like enjoy dating whereas now I'm good so I'm just having fun and you meet some interesting people who have very different attitudes on that especially like if I'm meeting these people now when I'm launching this podcast that like obviously is all about mental health like that comes into the conversation and seeing their reactions has been really really interesting and it's been an array
0: hmm. can
2: i ask why you guys broke up just like the short elevator version
1: yeah yeah no i'll give you the short one um i think to to stay respectful because i'm the type of person that i'll yeah. start to tell a story and i'll get angry and i'll like the Cuban in me like fucking shines mm-hmm. through, <laughs> but to to stay like chill about it. Um, I think he was, and I don't know if he still is, I don't talk to him, um, was very lost in who he was. And I think kind of saw that I had a pretty good grasp on my identity and what I wanted to do with my life. Mm. And I don't want to put words in his mouth and say that that was threatening to him. I just think it sort of made him realize very quickly that he didn't know what the fuck he was doing with his life and he Mm. you know like came out to la with me when i was already coming here and was just sort of like living my life beside me and i think that sort of all hit him in the Mm. face very quickly and i think he was just he got to a point where he was like i need to find myself and i need to take agency over my life which are all valid things so like i think the reason of the breakup was extremely valid i just think look no breakup is perfect you're never going to go through a breakup and be like, you're always going to come out and be like, oh, I wish I did this or I wish I said this, especially if you're the person breaking up with someone, which, by the way, this was my first time getting dumped. So, like, that was interesting. (laughs) But, like, the first thing that came out of my mouth was like, you're fucking kidding. (laughs) I was like, you've got to be kidding me. (laughs) But, yeah, I think it was handled not the best, but I think that, you know, shit happens in a breakup. But, yeah, I think after that, I very much recognized behaviors in him that I was downplaying and sort of looking past because i I gave the excuse of he's so lost once he's figured out his thing everything else will be fine and once we broke up like everything really came to light and i think that's why i was able to frankly get over it really quickly because it was i've never gone through a breakup and so quickly been like we're never getting back together and so it was very easy for me to like Mm. cut communication even though when they might not have been respecting that on their end i very much was like that's yeah done
2: that's so interesting what you said about like you kept saying like oh once he's happy with his life like that's why we can't like be with potential like we need to (sighs) be with someone who like already is happy with their life and like already has figured out their thing or or whatever it is interesting
1: gabby did you hear that sentence is i'm gonna tattoo that on my face you can't be with potential because that is my my biggest toxic trait is i see a man And I see a project. Mm. We unpacked. I see a project, and I'm like,
0: "So, Lindsay, you're you're nailing her in such a good way. Like, I'm so gratified." Okay, wait, wait. wait, I'm gonna ask her. I'm gonna ask her the question that
1: I've been dying to ask her, and this has been my fucking motto since I've been single. He's been waiting to talk to you. This has been my "I am single" (laughs) motto. Okay, ready? Okay. How red is a red flag if you're not trying to date?
2: Um. Okay. Lindsay's
1: like she's like sweetie, you need an. I
2: <laughs> literally, I don't believe that you're not trying to date. Mm-hmm. Ooh, like meaning like if you like someone enough, if you're dating someone, you sleep mm-hmm. together, and you're like, mm, I like them, then it's like too late to then go be like, oh, the red flag, you know, that I overlooked, I wasn't looking to date. It's actually, it's fine now, you know? So that I think is the danger. And I think there's nothing wrong with dating someone that you're not looking to date seriously, who's amazing Mm -hmm. and has Mm -hmm. no red flags. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, Mm -hmm. why not only be with people who have green flags, even if they're people you don't want to date? I think, so that if yeah. you decide oh oh maybe I do want to date them, you know, then you can.
1: I think that when I see someone though who is only green flags, I'm like my brain immediately goes to we're going to date. And I think that I've always had a tough time getting into really like this this past boyfriend that I was with was the first time like in a long time that i called someone a boyfriend and i dated people for like months before him i just wouldn't call them a boyfriend and so I, for some reason mm-hmm. it's just like it's such a thing in my brain and so i think when i see like all the green flags and it's not a potential like it's not a project my brain goes there and then it psychs myself out and i'm like my commitment issues fly, like fly in and they're like oh but then you're gonna be like what if you marry them my brain goes there mm. immediately I mean then
2: especially <laughs> be careful
1: <laughs> she's like well confirmed Lindsay's like
0: damn it Gabby mm-hmm. yeah well, that's, don't do
2: that I, I, yeah. but like at the same time I mean Gabby how old are you again 25 yeah I mean just like just hook up with anybody at this point you know
1: Oh, yeah. I was telling Meadow that, You're like... You're
2: still, like, young enough that, like, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. And I'm, like... I feel like I... If we're talking about stereotypes, I am I definitely lean more towards, like, being a dude in the stereotype of, like, when I hook up with people and it's, like, a casual thing. Like, I don't do sleepovers. Like, I... A sleepover, to me, is, like, very intimate for some reason. Oh, I agree. And so I'm, like, get, like, I agree get out. Like, the other day someone was here and I literally came downstairs and was, like, your clothes are downstairs. Like, bye. Like, I don't leave like I don't mm-hmm. I don't I'm not gonna stay
0: at your place oh my gosh I was so I'm not single now but when I was I was so different most of my friends are the I'm opposite so like how so and, airy and like I'll sleep over wherever I'll crash here did I kiss you okay it's
1: not a big deal I'll leave like I'm so I'm so different it's just a sleepover like the sex it's not the sex for me it's a sleepover okay yeah. wait Lindsay you said you're like me
2: I'm like you I think sleepovers are very intimate very intimate um And I don't think they should be had until you're, like, more serious.
1: How did you, like, when you met your now fiancé, What? how did you guys meet? Mm -hmm. And then what was the flip that switched? Like, if you were friends first, what flipped to then, like, oh, this is more than that?
2: We were not friends first. Um, He went to high school with one of my best friends from college. So we, like, kind of knew each other. And then, um, like, not really, though, just like, hi, I'm Lindsay. Totally. Um, and then we ran into each other. And then we started dating. So there wasn't a friendship, but there was a familiarness, familiarity um, that we had between us, which was really nice and friends in common which is funny because i used to be like yeah oh my god i'll never date someone who i have friends in common with really like, i don't want to know anyone Wait, why who's ever why?
0: Kissed. Yeah, because i just wanted oh, this that like, new, fresh
2: like <laughs> yeah like person that like no one has ever like hung out with or hooked up with or touched or like this just Do like-, you like
0: to compartmentalize like would would you compartmentalize people you're dating from like friends and work like are you one of those in general what you mm. say or no like uh would you ever bring work friends oh around? I, like see, I see like high school friends like do you like no, it to wasn't, have it kind wasn't of like about that
2: it wasn't about that it was just like i don't want like so many people i'm from the city and so many people from the city end up marrying people from the city and i'm like oh mm. so unoriginal <laughs> like aren't you bored of them you know and so i just you're never like I, you want someone to like,
0: challenge your perspectives
2: Right. I just never imagined that I would end up with someone from New York as someone who's from New York, Mm -hmm. but Mm. he is like, you know, everything I could ever want. And so it's just funny that like, we put ourselves in these boxes of like, no, I can only date a foreign person from like Venezuela. And it's like, that's Mm -hmm. not necessarily (laughs) what's best for you. That's literally like (laughs)
1: the, the more time that goes, like my friend's like, I'll, I'll go on a date with someone and I'll show my friend Maddie and she's like, Gabby, your type is, it's unbelievable. And, like, I was never someone that was like, I have a type. Like, I thought it was more a personality thing. And now I'm the type of, like, now I'm getting better about, like, opening it up again because I'm like, what if I'm only, like, following this one thing? But, like, my soulmate is, like, some rando named Brad who, like, I never thought I would date
0: exactly that's why Lindsay I'm in in, like a very serious we talk about getting married every day we're not engaged or anything we just very serious relationship he's from the south I'm like the Mm. fucking girl from the bay area that's loud and liberal like I never thought I would be into like it's so stereotypical and biased of me but you have those biases and then you like your person can shatter them. And and when is his birthday he's a (gasps) Taurus like me May Six. Wait, I had to go five, six, seven, eight. That's how I remember it. Very That's interesting. He's literally the shit. Yeah. He grounds my flightiness. Wait, yeah. What? What is your fiance? He's a Cancer, <gasps> sensitive boy. Oh, I love Cancers. Sensitive. I love cancer, very sensitive. How does that? T- I've dated Wait. a Taurus, though.
2: How what was that like
1: for you? Did you yeah. like
2: it? Um, it was like he wa- He would have married me, but I couldn't do it for some reason. What you was right? know.
1: Yeah. How? How does the Taurus love Libras. See, you and me right. Not. You know, who's every, Taurus, by the Taurus. way. Okay. Wait, Maddie Libra. Libra. Yeah. Most of the guys that have come into my life lately, all Scorpios. First boyfriend was a Scorpio too. My first ever boyfriend was a Scorpio. Is that what your ex was? Um, no. So this past ex was a Leo, which like really checks out.
0: Oh, it's, I, f- I forgot about like that. really, <laughs> really
1: checks out how much of a Leo he was. Mm. Mm-hmm. like and, and right. his chart was scary say no more his chart was scary like say his no- chart had a lot it's not like he was leaned back in her it's, chair yeah it wasn't like oh Le- mm-hmm. leo's son it was like his, his an overwhelming amount of his chart his whole thing was
2: leo. was leo like leo moon like
1: freaky like let me find it let me find wow. <laughs> but right now i had an astrologist tell me recently she's like you're lacking water like i don't really have a lot of water i don't think i have any water in my chart
2: uh, neither do I there you Whoa. go
1: and so she was like you're gonna be attracting um a lot of sc- you need water Scorpios are gonna be coming into your life and I was like no 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 no
2: cancer and Pisces is better for you I dated Trust. a
1: Pisces we got we got along really well that was actually my most like mm-hmm. nothing bad happened relationship like it was wonderful okay his my most <laughs> of nothing okay bad so happened. his his chart his chart his chart oh my god okay he's leo sun scorpio moon gemini rising oh my god (laughs) oh my god gemini rising
2: i mean what's the scariest part of that to me is scorpio moon why because i dated a scorpio moon and they are terrifying. Yeah. Well, like, so
0: moon ter- is how you process emotions. Is mm-hmm. that the it's, it's like and how Scorpio's you really like, are feel and process. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. And Scorpios, and Scorpios like, are known to be gnarly.
2: Like like Scorpios like are so scary with emotions that like if you have a scorpio moon like there's just a lot of like darkness. Oh you know Mm.
1: literally nothing has ever checked out nothing has ever checked out more in my whole entire life than when i and i i never really like i knew his chart but i didn't like think too much in it and then when we broke up i like went through it and i was like holy shit checks out Mm. okay wait Mm. we were talking about types and then this got me thinking about dating apps. And this is something that else that I wanted to talk to you about because I was interviewing somebody recently and she was saying that she had listened to a podcast with this therapist or psychiatrist or someone was on it. And they were saying that basically our human brains, like we're not conditioned to have so many choices and have so many options and we're so overstimulated. And with dating apps, that becomes a thing that we just have it's like meadow said it perfectly when we were talking before she was like it's like going grocery shopping like you just have so many options in front of you and your brain doesn't know what to do and i'm definitely guilty of this where then i just like i swipe like a game like you forget that there's people and i think that the psychiatrist Mm -hmm. had said something about like for every seven swipes go on one real life date what would be your tips for people who are in the app world for not desensitizing i guess
2: hmm good question I think if you are a woman swiping for men you have to first of all realize that men do not look good in photos (laughs) so like give them an opportunity to like like check out their like personality their profile like give them a chance to like get in person um I think also like I when I was on dating apps I when I swiped I was always like would my guy friend who like I love and think is cool like have a profile like this Mm. because like if not Mm. then like not for me like would my guy friend have like a mirror selfie absolutely not absolutely not no
1: at the gym so like
2: (laughs) goodbye you know but like so yeah that and I think I think that advice is really good like get get it to in person for every seven swipes and um you know realizing that they're they're people they're humans behind the the photo and so instead of just being like how's your week going like say something a, m- a little more human mm. you know like how much does i don't know the abortion rule suck in texas you know like yeah. just like something not that maybe that's a little intense um
0: <laughs> but
1: like
2: something real or just something like not even politics but just something like more substantial than like how's your week been you know
1: when people Um, say that because then
2: it's like you just get the same answers like over
0: and over again
1: and then go ahead no
0: no nothing i was just saying i it's so interesting because i don't i haven't known you long enough to really see it but i feel like already from just remembering your interview with gabby previously and seeing you now like i'm just curious how much your perspective on all the kind of like dating advice you give in general has shifted since being engaged. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's such a, both of you, it's just funny. I'm like watching you guys talk and just kind of thinking about the last time and thinking about how Gabby thinking she was in love and going through a gnarly breakup and like you going through committing to be with someone like they're both very big changes that require a lot of like self-awareness and self-assuredness and like growth and learning. It's just interesting to to see perspective. I'm just curious how much that's shifted, like how you approach this advice giving and like this dating world still,
2: really good question. Um, I think that I like it. The one thing that like has been so great about being engaged is I'm like, well, I'm engaged, so like you have to listen to my advice. You know, like. <laughs> Love
0: it. Really. Like, first of other all, I'm that... Like I'm winning the race, so <laughs> I know what to do.
2: <laughs> no, but other than that, and obviously that's a joke. Like I. <laughs> I don't think my advice has necessarily changed, but over the years it has changed because I'm in such a healthy relationship that now I'm like better at understanding and recognizing what's unhealthy and better at communicating that to like my listeners and people asking for advice.
1: Do you think it's made you less cynical? Were you cynical?
2: I think that... um, I wasn't cynical. I've—I don't think I've ever been cynical. I don't think Libras like know how to be cynical. <laughs> I think we're always like—that's fair. Oh, things we are amazing. Everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like so, every time yeah. I thought it like wasn't going to work out with someone, I was just like, okay, well, there's someone else like for me. Like I just always yeah. got back on the horse, you know.
0: When you said uh, I'm better at recognizing signs now too, because now I know mm. what healthy feels like. It just made me think of—I don't know why we're. I don't know if we were talking about you Gabby I don't remember what we were talking about but we were talking about uh the Ted Lasso episode when like when as a friend do you say something about your other friends unhealthy oh, yes. relationship like at what point like we were kind of unpacking Gabby's breakup mm. in a previous episode and I was saying like I had rose tinted glasses too and really loved her ex as well and did not see it coming either yeah but if I did like at what point is it my responsibility as a friend to say something is it like, people marry other people and they don't get along with their best friend. Like, at what point is it your responsibility to just get along or to be there for them? How do you bring that up? It's something we both, like, we had to confront yeah. in our own friendship so it's so, it, recently. So it's just kind of interesting to hear you say that. I'm curious your opinion.
2: Yeah. So um, I love this question. Um, and unfortunately, like, I've been there and I'm, I'm there right now and i'm sure like all of us are with someone and you can't do anything um you just you just can't like you have to yeah
1: that's the thing is like we we were talking about it because meadow definitely really liked him and got along with him and I was like, everyone in my life loves him. Like, I thought that this was the first time that I had a boyfriend that, like, my family, like, liked. Like, I was so thrilled about it. Yeah. And then the moment we broke up, I called my sister. And the first thing that came out of her mouth, she goes, well, duh. She was like, Gabby, he's such a narcissist. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Mm. she goes, mom and I would talk about it all the time. We just figured that you would figure it out eventually and break up with him first. And I, like, told Meadow this. And Meadow's first reaction was like, why the fuck didn't they tell you? And I was like, you know what? Mm. I, I talked yeah. to my sister about it. And she was like, Well, Gabby, you weren't in any danger. She was she was like, It wasn't like your past ex where like you were being like verbally assaulted and emotionally abused like every day of your life. Like we needed to get mm-hmm. you out of it. Mm-hmm. You weren't in danger. This was harmless. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't gonna traumatize you. You were just learning and you needed to figure it out. So mm-hmm. I feel like there's obviously mm-hmm. a bound like a line that crosses when you have to intervene or just stay out of it.
2: One hundred percent. Um I think yeah, if it's a dangerous scenario, then like you definitely should say something. Um, but if they're just shitty and they're a shitty choice, then, um, you know.
0: Have you ever had to tell a friend like I love you more than anything, but I can't talk to you about your partner anymore? Like I'm no. done. Like I'm done trying to give advice or work through this with you. I actually ha- Cause that, the, I have that. Having to it. set a boundary like that with a friend is rough. You hey, that's nice then.
2: I, I haven't. I think probably because, like, I'm so, like, matter of fact. Like, I'm like, okay, this is what I think you should do. If you're not going to do it, like, that sucks. Mm. And then they just, like, don't come to me, which maybe that's, like, a me problem. You know what
1: she reminds <laughs> me of? You remind me so much, Lindsay, of one of my best friends, Yassi, which checks out because she's a Virgo. And that's why when you said Virgo, I got really excited. But mm. she's my most matter-of-fact friend. I can see that. Friend that, like, yeah. sometimes it, like, hits you in the gut and like knocks the wind out of you a little if you're listening i love you so much don't hate me <laughs> but it, like, it, like, burgos <laughs> are
2: really good at giving
1: unsolicited advice oh she loves it lives for it <laughs> but she's always yeah, right i said that to her it. the other day <laughs> we were talking about something and i sent her a message and i was like how does it feel to be always right like she really is it's weird yeah
2: yeah, yeah. i mean she knows yeah. it that's amazing Virgos are also it. very yeah. intuitive very mm-hmm.
1: oh yeah Oh yeah. She like, you walk into a room and she can sniff out your vibe. She's like a bomb dog. Like it's, it's weird. Mm -hmm. It's of course she love it. Um, okay. One of the last questions that we wanted to talk to you about also was you talk a lot about your sober journey and dating Mm. sober. So I wanted to know what your tips were for someone who is maybe new to the sober world or is newly single and they're sober and they're trying to date in this culture where everything is, let's get a drink.
2: Mm-hmm. And vice versa, yeah.
1: how someone that's maybe not sober could be like
0: a better friend or partner to someone that is, or even in like in a new relationship, like suggesting coffee or are you allowed to drink front of someone? Like, mm-hmm. I'd love to hear both sides.
2: So I think being sober is awesome. First of all, and if you're listening and you're considering it, it's, it's a good life. Um, but I think like, just like how to bring up that conversation with friends or
0: or just like kind of uh, best practices for navigating, right? Like what what are like polite ways to kind of like mm-hmm. navigate being mindful of someone's sobriety in a friendship mm-hmm. or like in an early dating scenario?
2: I think I mean I think the bottom line is that like someone's sobriety is their responsibility, not yours. But like mm-hmm. the fact that you're even considering it is like like being mindful of it is really nice. And like most people aren't for their sober friends. I think like listen like if you're if you're at you know dinner and like. A bunch of your friends go to the bathroom to do coke like hang out with your sober friend at the table for a little you know like it's like Mm -hmm. it's like not like so much to like think about necessarily or like if you're hosting people over like make sure you have their favorite soft drink or you know like ask them how they're feeling if they're if they're like okay if like the whole nights become about drinking um you know just like these little check-ins with them are really nice or like um like, hey, I'm going to the bar to, like, get a of shots. Like, do you want a water? You know, just, like, just, mm-hmm. like, going the extra mile to be sweet about the fact that, like, basically acknowledging I see you. I see that you're sober.
1: Yeah. You know. It's so interesting because even I've noticed, too, like, even if you're not sober but just aren't a big drinker like i i go through phases like all of quarantine i like probably Mm had one drink like i I don't drink alone i'm not a huge Mm -hmm. drinker and a couple months Mm -hmm. back i went on a first date with a guy who wasn't drinking and it was more so for work that he like wasn't drinking Mm -hmm. um but he was like he didn't know if it was gonna make me feel some type of way that he like we went to a bar and he like got a tea and I looked at him and I was like, I'm a big girl. Like, I can, if I want tequila, because I want a glass of tequila, like, I'm gonna drink that and I'm not gonna feel weird about it because you're, like, I don't, I, I can drink this by myself. Like, I don't mm-hmm. need to yeah. automatically do what, mm-hmm. what you're doing. But I guess I wonder too, like, when you're going on a date with someone, if you're not drinking or you are sober, whatever it is, and they invite you out for a drink and you go to a bar, because let's say you're someone who's comfortable being in a bar, even if you're sober how do you sort of navigate that, like, conversation? Is it, like, a right off the bat, like, oh, FYI? Like, or do you suggest a different type of date?
2: I think a lot of my sober friends will say it on the app. Like, they'll just be, like, "Um, just, like, FYI. Like, if if the guy's, like, you want to meet at, like, this bar, blah, blah, blah. Then they'll be, like, yeah, like, would love to. Just, like, FYI, don't drink, but, like, love a good Diet Coke. Or, like, Mm -hmm. um, I don't drink, but, like, trust me, like, you won't be able to tell the difference or like, or just like, you know, simply being like, I'm fine to go there. Like, just want you to know I don't drink. So like, if you'd rather like do an ice cream date, I totally like understand that. Um, like, don't want you to feel uncomfortable, but I'm all good with it. Like, just like very blunt and like to the point. Love
1: it.
0: Because if someone responds negatively that you're like, (laughs) okay, great. I'm not trying to go on a date. Exactly.
2: Like Like if they're like, oh, really? You're like, perfect. That just shows me. Yeah, Yeah,
1: exactly. Well, that happens with with so many things. I feel like when you, I was talking about it with a friend where like they were nervous to tell their partner something, like it was a new partner Mm. and they were nervous to tell them about something they had done in their past because they thought that they were going to judge them. Mm. And I remember telling Mm. them, I was like, that's a hard place Yeah, I was like, you've already moved through that if it's mm-hmm. this person's reaction, that's what's telling. Cause I don't, I love you and I care mm-hmm. about you in this mm-hmm. situation. So let's see how this person responds because if they don't respond well to something that might've happened that isn't you anymore and you know, you've grown and whatever and you're trusting them with this information, then fuck them. So I think it, that happens to any situation where like, it's not even about you. It's watching how these people react to the information that you're giving 100%. them. That's very telling.
2: One thousand know percent.
1: speaking of that,
0: Lindsay, how often do people ask you about like disclosing mental health diagnoses or like talking about mental health Never. while dating?
2: Never. Really? Never. Yeah.
0: Would you what have you ever talked about that with friends? Oh you like, mean you mean somebody...
2: sorry, you mean people ask me for advice on that? I thought you meant like when I was dating. Did people be like, So no. what's your oh, mental no, health? No, no, no. Like
0: <laughs> you know No, like do people ever come people... in and are like, Hey, like mm-hmm. I've crippling panic attacks? Like, do I tell him on date one or five? Like <gasps> yes. yes.
2: They'll be like, <laughs> like do people it's ask mostly like I'm on and like... like an SSRI and like it affects my yeah. sex drive. Like when do I tell them? Um and I'm like, when you're ready to go there, you know, like sexually, yeah. because I just don't think right. you need to bring it up before then, you know, um, yeah. I don't like to bring up sex at all before you've like had it or like are ready to have it. Cause I feel like then the relationship really? can like take a sexual turn. Mm. Um, not, like, not like, never talk about it at all. Like, I'll be like, what's your favorite position? But, like, we're not even close to, like, But you mean sex yet. between um, you
1: two, not, like, just the topic of sex. Right,
2: drama. exactly. Like, I'm not going to be like, when you do, like, when we do have sex. Like, I oh, want yeah, you to no, touch my no. boobs. No, no, no. So I think, like, once you're ready to, like, get there is when you can be, like, also, like, just, like, a note. Like, I am on this thing. And, like, sometimes I'm less sexual than other times. But, like, I'm working on it. Like work with me here i'm trying to be more sexual or also not
0: also accept it or accept it or me accept me. it and like yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's
2: definitely cool.
1: interesting
0: that's i love that people even like that that's even a question that you're getting because yeah. when you first were like totally no, one i would not be surprised by that at all because when is the first time we've ever been able to even talk about this stuff in general literally like i feel like so many yeah. of the questions even how you were just unpacking love languages mm-hmm. And like we're yeah. as love like so much of that is nothing that people were willing to talk about even last fucking year so and it's, it's just so exciting
1: it's for me to see people finally able to just like open up and even ask questions yeah. and this is why it's like i'm yeah. so glad that you have the conversations that you do lindsay because yes we met at acme it started as this just relationship conversation but i feel like it's grown mm-hmm. into so much more and we the three of us all know that our mental health literally trickles into everything that we do and i feel like if we're all just dating totally. if we're dating smarter when it comes to mental health that's when like better relationships are being formed you're taking care of yourself better like you can do no right. wrong in that situation so i'm so glad that you're having those conversations on your platform
2: thank you and you guys are too clearly so that's amazing
1: we're trying we're all thank uniting you. Oh, thank you so much <laughs> for taking the time to talk to us this is amazing of course. I thank you guys for you. having really
2: me and i wish all of you a restful rest of your friday
0: you too i was just gonna say i hope the rest of your day is so easy and cozy Mm
2: -hmm. and we all just like
1: drift off into our (laughs) literally okay wait where can everybody where can everyone find you
2: yes you can find me um we met at acme is the name of my podcast wherever you listen to podcasts um and you can follow me at we met at acme on instagram
1: gorgeous truly the best you're the best Thank thank you
2: Sorry guys, so nice meeting you Meadow. So nice
0: meeting you too. And good to see you again, Gabby. Always good.